Welcome to Oral Histories, 100 Years of Michigan Social Work. In celebration of the school's centennial this year, we have been collecting oral histories, stories, anecdotes, and memories from our community of alumni, scholars, and students. Our stories encompass lessons and laughter, love and loss. They describe both historical events and the little moments that made a difference. Stories have the ability to build community as they transport us. So we invite you to make yourself comfortable and listen in on a story from our past. I was four years at the University of Maryland, and that's where I started. Uh, I got out of school from Columbia, and I sent out 20 letters, and only two places answered. Uh, so I was at the University of, fortunately, the University of Maryland hired me. It, it was the most politically active school, I think, in the country. And when I came to, Mer to Michigan, I was talking to Norma Raiden. She had kind of taken me under the wing. She could not believe that we were this political. There were two large groups. There was an African-American group at the University of Maryland and a Jewish group. We'd get in a faculty meeting, there'd be a fight and they'd stop. And the two caucuses would then get together and then they'd go back to the faculty. I mean, this is how politically contentious this was. And the nice thing was I got to watch it because I, I wasn't a part of the either caucus. Um, so when I came to Michigan, uh, after I'd been at the School of Social Work uh, and learned that this was not as uh, progressive a school as I'd come from, because two of my colleagues, who I didn't know very well, because this was just when I got there, they signed a letter on the back of the New York Times supporting Ronald Reagan's run for presidency. Okay. I was absolutely horrified. I couldn't believe this. The University of Michigan's pretty damn conservative school. What I wanted to talk about was things that I was able to change. I was a, the faculty member that babysat SWA. I don't know whether SWA still works, Social Welfare Action Alliance. This was the lefty students. Okay. And we did all kinds of protest action. I mean, I can remember to have Martin Luther King's Day a holiday. University said, no, hmm. can't do that. We had several years of protesting and organizing to get something like that done. And then affirmative action. I have to tell you, I took students in buses and cars Ohio for when the first part of the, that case was coming on. And then we went all the way to the Supreme Court. We're at the rally, just a little bit. And there are all these folks there. Okay. And there, it's a multicultural rally with all these folks. And two of the students come running up to me and say, Brett, we found a group you could join. There was a group there called the White Guys for Affirmative Action. And I was so excited, I went over and met them. Uh, they were all, they'd been around a long time. They were also white guys against the war in Vietnam. I was in the Vietnam War. So he, there was a whole group I had never found that I would have joined. But anyway, that was, that was really funny to me because they felt like, you know, <laughs> this is a group you can join, Brett. 
that there was the student questionnaire and we did that and they filled it out and you know the questions crlt i don't even know whether crlt is still going right. um but any because things change if you're around a long time so um i got evaluated by all the students the end of the year, I had to make an annual report. I had to put in their annual report, my evaluations, all things about my courses, everything I'd written, whether it was published or not. It was this long process, and the executive committee would then review it and decide whether or not to give me a raise. And I learned quickly that my raise, if I got one, was always much lower than the administration. I somehow felt that the evaluating process wasn't fair. There was a lot more valuation of faculty than there was of everyone else. So I started with a group of uh, other faculty. This questionnaire was called a climate questionnaire. Now, climate was a big deal concept in org theory. Coming on, what is the climate of an organization? And I did that for a couple of years. And actually, there were an awful lot of things that we could see in that evaluation. One of the big ones was... And we didn't have enough African-American faculty. So we could never go there and compare African-American faculty with white. But we compared men and women. And it was clear that women were not happy with many things in the climate. And the men were perfectly happy. There was a huge difference. And when it came time to hire Paula, who was the first... Uh, woman, she happened to be African-American too, it was because we had a climate question and said, look, and, and there was kind of an implicit agreement. We agreed we're not going to get a man and it would be great if this person could be a person of color. So we did that. In fact, the three candidates they brought in, two were women of color and one, one was a woman. So there was no way we could get another man. Thanks for listening to this story from Oral History's 100 Years of Michigan Social Work. You can listen to more stories at the Social Work website and find the link in the episode notes. Mm-hmm.